Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Benton with the Chris and Sandy Show where we get up close and personal with some amazing rising artists. And today, like I always say in every show, we've got a great show for you. And today we have Jenny Gill, and you might recognize that last name, but I'll let her explain a little bit the last name for you as we get started. Anyway, Jenny, are you here? I'm here, barely, but I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) So how are you hanging in there with this whole virus stuff? Oh... I have a lot of mixed feelings. Um, Mm -hmm. There are days where I feel very grateful to have all this um, extra time with my kids and my family. Um, And then there's other days where I'm asking myself what I've done to my life because they require (laughs) so much attention. (laughs) Yes, yes, same here. We get it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we got an eight-year-old and a one-year-old. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so was that planned that way? No, just well, it sort of happened that way. <laughs> yeah, we, 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 you know, we got, had the first one eight years ago, and after a couple years we were kind of mm-hmm. like, well, we don't want it to be too much of an age difference. So we, right. And, mm-hmm. and, of course, we let finances get in the way of trying to plan, yes. and we're like, so finally, like around the end of, uh, when it was like a year or year and a half before she was born, we just said, you know what, just come off birth because birth control started messing her body up a little bit. So just come off of it, and whatever happens, happens. <laughs> so that's kind of how And that then happens. the miracle <laughs> of life. Yes, and now we have Caitlin, who is 13 months up. old. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. The same thing happened. Uh, the same thing happened to us. We had our son Wyatt, oh, wow. and I. It was so. It was such a shock to my system. Just, mm-hmm. just everything that comes with motherhood, and I, I was. I was okay to have Wyatt be our only child. I'm an only yeah. child. I, well, I was raised an only child, and my husband is also yeah. an only child. So we were like, hey. This is good. I'm cool with this. You're cool with this, right? And then, um, and then Everly uh, showed up uh, about two years ago. So um, wow. now we went. We, you know, I, I sent Josh to the doctor so that the miracle mm-hmm. of life does not surprise us yet again. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. <laughs> but yeah, we, you know, because I, you know, I was 40 when we had little Chris. He's eight now. Yes. So, so, so all I, I, all I can think about is, God, when Caitlin oh, turns thirteen, I'm going to be sixty. My goodness, <laughs> you're going to be worn out, is what you're. Oh, going to yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, they'll keep us young. Hopefully. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's wonderful. I I wonder all the time, like what it would have been like to grow up with with a sibling. Mm-hmm. But I was just on my own, you know. It was just. Me, mom, and dad, and then mm-hmm. um, yeah. my family grew bigger when I was just um, out of high school when my dad was oh, wow. married, and then I inherited yes. a brother and two sisters, <laughs> and then my youngest sister, you know, she showed up a year later. So um, all our blended family photos, I look exactly the same, and everybody else, <laughs> you know, turns from little kid <laughs> to adult, but... but um, <laughs> But we, you know, my husband and I, we, we both agreed we cannot handle more than two kids. We don't want yeah. to outnumber ourselves. Same here. Right. And Same here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's great things um, 
they play well together and they fight really well together too. But we we yes. certainly uh, feel blessed um, to have those little <clears throat> rascals in our lives. <laughs> yeah, yes. we do too. Because we're like two. I mean, she's already sick, so we can't have no more. So two is all we're having. Yeah. Yes. That I that was all we could handle. Magical. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I I, see, I think you're I think you're see, doing it right. Both of us grew up only child, and see, both of us like y'all grew up only child too. Yes. Yes, <laughs> I was only child, and so we and, thought and, we were going to have an only child with Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I've but, got a half sister, but she never lived. Basically, um, she was born before me, not from my dad, um, and so. My mom was wild at that time, so my grandma took um, Kim in, and this is a story. The only way I understand it is that by the time my mom finally grew up, when she had me, she tried to get um, her back, and my grandma says, over my dead body. Mm. So basically, so mm. I, 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 think, and I think when she was like 14, I think at that point, because you, know, you can pretty much pick where you live at that point, I think she came right. down for a summer – um, to live with us and just kind of test the waters to see if she could fit in with our family and live the rest of her life with us. Um, well, that didn't work out because my dad made me, made her take me, because I, you know, I never had a little sister. I never had a sister, or I should say bigger sister, not little sister, but I never had a sister. So, so I wanted to tag along with her from what they were saying. And my, my sister tells me to this day, yeah, you were just a, so you were a brat. <laughs> <laughs> so she so Man, blended families didn't stay here. Mm-hmm. Blended <laughs> families are they're they're really it can, it can be really difficult. It was hard to it yeah. was hard to navigate. Um mm-hmm. that there was a, you know, a uh um I'm I I'm getting a call waiting in and I have to like decline it so I can hear myself think. There we go. And anyway, <laughs> yes. So um there, there, there was a short period of time where we were all kind mm-hmm. of living under the same roof and it was, you know, it had its challenges. Just, mm-hmm. you know, you, you got to get along with the step parents and, um, it, you know, it's just, it's just blended family. There's, there's, there's beauty there too. And uh, when, yeah. when Karina, Karina yeah. was born, she kind of, she, I called her like the glue that really stuck everybody oh, wow. together because we all had this common denominator um, to, you know, to love all at the same yeah. time. And she kind of yeah. like made everyone feel like we belong together. And she's, um, wow, she's, mm, she 18, 19. She's, uh, she's <laughs> wow. in her first semester, uh, first year of college at Belmont studying music. Oh, wow. And just, I cannot believe. Um, how much time is going by and how quickly it's going by, but um, but yeah, so we we understand the blended family and <laughs> and navigating so, through all that. It's been a ride. So as we really get as we get started here, um, tell everybody um, who who you are, um, a brief overview about you, and of course this is where you can talk about your dad and your mom and all that. But you know, a little brief overview of how you grew up, you know. And some hobbies you like to do outside of music. Now let's get to some of the fun stuff real quick. Sure. Um, my name is Jenny Gill, and I 
grew up in Nashville, Tennessee, really um, a, a little bit south of Nashville, um, area called Franklin, Tennessee. And um, both of my parents um, were way into music. They both met out in uh, Southern California and um, played music kind of in the same circle of friends, how they met, started dating. And then once I showed up, they all moved to Nashville so that they could pursue their, their dreams of, mm-hmm. of performing. You know, I think um, a, a lot of people, a lot more people know who my dad is. He, he's Vince Gill, and he's had an incredible career just, yeah, yeah. just so many just so many just so many things that you can't even list the the Grammy awards the um just the the record sales I mean he, his body of work is really really impressive mm-hmm. and um I'm so I'm so proud of what he's accomplished in in his career but I'm equally as proud of my mom yeah. um who had her own her own career with her sister? They had a duo called the Sweethearts of the Rodeo. And before my dad was um, seeing hits with his mm-hmm. songs, it was my mom who was seeing hits with her music. Oh, wow. And so my mom and my aunt Christine, they were she was the one doing a bunch of touring, and she was supporting yeah. our family. And and. Dad was always playing music, but was home a little bit more. Yeah. And so, I mean, I don't remember a time when my parents weren't traveling. And <laughs> so as a, as a kid, I didn't know that it, it just was what it was, that I'd get to go with them um, mm. when they would work in the summertime. I wasn't in school. I'd get to go on the bus, and if they were, like, playing a state fair or something or you know, Six Flags or whatever, they'd always bring the kids along. And then my, dad, dad's career really exploded. I think it was 1990 when, when I Call Your Name um, blew up, and it just mm-hmm. kind of changed the course of our lives. Oh, wow. And my mom, she decided, her and Christine decided to um, uh, come home and spend more time with their families. And the, the work was there. Um, they mm-hmm. just, you know, I think they just missed home. Yeah. And so she came home and, and um, didn't tour as much, and Dad was just working it hard. He's gone all the time. And so, um, but it was great. I'd get to travel with him as well. And once I got old <laughs> enough, he would let me, you know, sing at his shows with him. We'd, like, work up a song and I'd go out there with his band and sing. <laughs> and, and so, you know, music has been a huge part of my, of mm-hmm. my childhood. But other, other hobbies that, you know, that I enjoy, for a while I was, like, getting into crocheting, which oh, wow. is so calming and relaxing. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's just like I'm <laughs> kind of a meditative, I, I don't know, I, I was – loving crocheting there for a while but most recently um mm-hmm. i've been doing a lot of um videography which is a whole okay. other world of creativity that <clears throat> i am really enjoying my family bought me a um a camera last year for my birthday mm-hmm. and i have just been 
filming and trying, I've like gone down all those YouTube rabbit holes of how to and the <laughs> tutorials and lighting and how to tell a story and um yeah. and and I've gotten a few opportunities, you know, paying gigs to, you know, make a little commercial for a small business or like oh, help wow. a an artist work on a music video, you know, so mm. it's kind of my, I have a very close friend who is writing a web series. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. he's, he sent me um, all these episodes he's written. He's a brilliant writer. He's a, he's a very talented actor. He's, I mean, you can see him on shows on Amazon prime and uh, his name's Matt Moran. And so the two of us mm-hmm. are talking about developing this mm-hmm. web series together mm-hmm. where I would get to do a lot of the shooting and oh, and wow. help him bring his vision uh, to life. And it's just, um, that is my current um, love right now is um, all things cameras and video. <laughs> and what a perfect time because like Instagram yeah. is my favorite guilty pleasure. And it's just, <laughs> And now everyone is just sitting around on their phones with nothing to do. So, yeah, the possibilities are endless. As you know, there's always a need for content. So who knows? You know? Yep. Especially now, mm-hmm. I mean, like you said, with all this virus stuff going on, and and nobody has nothing to do for the most part. And I mean, you know, we, we none of us know how much music's going to change in the next three, four, six months. But at, you know, at least you can still do something. Yeah, it's an interesting climate. My husband, he is um, a music publisher. So he represents several oh, well. artists and um, lots of songwriters. And mm-hmm. thankfully, he's he's able to still work from home. And so far, his job hasn't been affected. So we're, mm-hmm. you know, we're very mm-hmm. lucky um, that um, – you know, we're not scrambling, filing for unemployment. And, um, but there, you know, there is, it's, it's so funny. Everyone is turning to the arts right now, but yeah. specifically with, with music and just how it is online. I see all these artists um, online giving these free live stream performances. And wouldn't it be wonderful if they can profit somehow just, just, well, on my, we, we've got some doing like on, on our new Country Buzz page. Every night we have a new a new up and coming artist on our show. Uh, on the page mm-hmm. we give them permissions to go live, and they do a concert. And not everyone has done this, but most of them are putting in their little tip jar and all that. And you know, and yeah. sometimes that helps. Yeah. My favorite artist to follow right now. Um, uh, Alyssa Bonagura, she is a fantastic uh, songwriter, guitar player, and vocalist. And oh, wow. she goes online all the time and does these live streams, just playing new music, playing covers. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She's wonderful. She's one half of the group called the Sisterhood Band. Um, I also oh, wow. love following Charlie Charlie Worsham. I've been a, we've been a fan of his music for a while sure. now, um, but. Um, him and his wife, they're adorable on Instagram. They're so much fun to watch. Oh. <laughs> and he does a, um, he does shows, uh, you know, they have a different theme on different days. Uh-huh. Monday, he does a, a, a live show from his guest bathroom and there's a cutout actually of my dad in the background. And it's just, <laughs> there's just, there's a lot of great content on there and it's, it's, mm-hmm. 
you know, it's, it's hard to say what it's going to look like. There's a lot of people that work in the music industry that nobody lays eyes on. The, you know, the, mm-hmm. the crew, the sound engineers and the lighting engineers and all the crew guys who help put on these live shows are yeah. all of a sudden out of work. And, wow. and it's, it's so hard. It's, I, I feel like it's a necessary thing to to keep everybody safe until we get more information yeah. about this virus. But mm-hmm. man, it's, it's hurting a big, uh, a, a, a large group of people who do tremendous work. And so my heart's yeah. going out to them and their families. So as you, you know, at what age did you know that music was what you wanted to do? Oh, that's a really difficult question. Um, <laughs> I've always, I've always enjoyed music. Um, mm-hmm. It's, um, I, I feel like I had a natural ability for it, mm-hmm. but it it hasn't always necessarily been the one thing that I have to do, or else I'm just going to die. Like it's yeah. it, it's, mm-hmm. it's a part of a lot of different interests that that I mm-hmm. have. Um, I'm just. I think that I think that's just kind of a curse of my own creativity. Um, it's not <laughs> hyper focused in in one area. So there are times in my life where I'm very inspired musically, mm. um, and and those turn out, you know, really great songs. The last song I completed is is one of my well, it's not the last song I completed, but one of the most recent ones yeah. that I completed. My favorite one I've ever written, and it's just because it came from such an honest place and I mm-hmm. was um I was able to play it on the Opry a few weeks ago oh, wow. with my family and it's called Mama Needs a Lullaby and I just the response huh. from it is just it just mm. it blows my mind because it came from such a specific honest place but it turns mm-hmm. out to be really universal um but yeah. I mean, I was young when I became interested in music. I mean, singing on stage with my dad <laughs> in front of a band, like with with a microphone and like hearing my voice amplified over a crowd of people, there is nothing like that feeling. <laughs> and it's it's something I always I'll always probably with mm-hmm. other with other interests. And yeah. you know, it's yeah. The older I get, the more I have to just, you know, <laughs> come to terms with I am not probably going to ever reach, like, an Adele status, <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. But it, mm-hmm. it's, hard to, it's hard to not think in those terms when your upbringing Is that, has yeah. the backdrop that it does because, you know, that extreme level of fame is my example. So sometimes I struggle with, well, if I don't reach that level of yeah, success, then, it, then, then I have failed. And you know, um, a lot of times the parents always say, I want my kids to be more successful than I. And, you know, that's kind of hard to do when you're Vince Gill. It's, um, it's not <laughs> doable. It's, uh, you can't, you don't, no, you can't. You can't even come close to it, and it's oh, I, there's so much therapy that I need. <laughs> um, you know how you, how you deal with that, but he, mm-hmm. you know, he's just he's 
just lending, you know, everyone his gifts. I mean, he's doing exactly yeah. what he's supposed to. And and mm-hmm. thank goodness we had we we have him. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes it's um, it's hard to share him with the world, but you know it's uh, yeah. just you, you know it's it's just something you you have to navigate and 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 you figure it out and and find and find who you are like in that in that big huge shadow that he's casting. But I my family helps me do that, my friends help me do mm-hmm. that, and it's. You know, it's it's okay if my music doesn't explode on that level. I know yeah. that it's reaching yeah. people, and I and I read their comments and their responses. I mean, that is, mm-hmm. if someone is moved by something I create, then I then I've won. That's what matters. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> but there's so, no um, age. I can't say like yeah. it was six years old. Like it was like, <laughs> like I said, it was you know music has always been there th- the whole time, and it's been great. So, so what drives you now? Um, I'd have to say red wine is um <laughs> is a pretty good fuel source. Um. <laughs> um you know it's it's hard there's there's especially now in today's climate mm-hmm. there's days where i i feel no drive um you know it's like oh i got to pick up these toys but what's the point you know oh, yeah. and um mm-hmm. yeah it as an extrovert it it's it really started to hit me pretty hard in, in the last mm-hmm. i mean this this last week where it's just like yeah. oh my god oh, yeah. am i are we going to get out get out of this I, I you know if I were a single woman living by myself I would be in mm-hmm. trouble I mean <laughs> I, I need I was I was joking with a buddy earlier like I'm afraid of what I might reveal to them because I have had no like adult interaction with other people in quite a while <laughs> so I apologize <laughs> if I'm talking too much or too fast but it's um oh no, no, it's yeah it's it's been strange, but that is another, what a great question. Just right. You know, like my family drives me. I mean, Mm -hmm. they, Mm -hmm. that's the here at home. This is, this is where I feel the most, you know, needed. I mean, I'm so needed here. Sometimes that feels like a burden, honestly. Mm -hmm. And I know that's probably terrible to say, but um, (laughs) it's, it's, but it's true. And I know so many moms feel that way. It is oh, honest. Yes, I, I mean, get it. Mm-hmm. it's like the days when they're newborns and you are literally mm-hmm. chained to your house and you, and you can't see the, the light at the end of the tunnel. Exactly. Um, but it, yes. but it, but it arrives before you even realize it. You know, like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, it's it's different now. Um, <laughs> but yes. it's, um, I. I, that's a that's a hard that's a hard question. I usually yeah I usually get inspired by um by by a good bottle of some Pinot Noir. <laughs> <laughs> so so when you look back at your musical career so far, what are some yeah. moments where you're like, wow, I got to do that? Some highlights. Wow. Um, well, there are several. Um, you know, the making of my EP that I released. Oh, it's been a few years ago. It's been a little while back. <laughs> mm-hmm. It 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 took a while to complete it. 
and um, I was so I felt like so rushed. Like I have to get it out. I have to get it out. And mm-hmm. then, and then we finished mm-hmm. it, and I was scared. And then I was scared to put it out. Um, <laughs> um, but one of the experiences I had making that EP was um, one day we were working on some vocals. We recorded it all at my dad's home studio. And Mm -hmm. there was a knock at the front door, and I ran to answer the door, and it was Cheryl Crow. Oh, wow. wow. And Mm -hmm. her and Amy are are great buddies, and and she had shown up to, like, just hang out. I don't know what Mm -hmm. their plans were. She was just standing there, and I, you know, I was in eighth grade when that album, uh, her first album, I mean, it was, she just was such a big influence on me, and just, oh, God, I love her so much, and I just, you know, my jaw hit the floor a little bit, but I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to be cool, like, oh, hey, what's up, <laughs> like, it's no big deal, and uh, she says, hey, what are you, what are you working on, what are you, or not, what are you, what are y'all doing, I'm like, well, me and dad are working on my little little album, little EP project I'm doing, <laughs> like, and then just mm-hmm. in the cheesiest, like, most <laughs> so uncool way, like, you want to come and sing on it? <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and she just was like, yeah, sure, why not? And I was just, okay. And she followed me into the <laughs> studio, and she um, she sang some harmony parts on um, on a song of mine, it's the first track of the um, of the EP. It's called "Lonely Lost Me," mm-hmm. and um, golly, what a cool what a cool day that was for me. That was oh, wow. that was the highlight of making my EP right there. And <laughs> I mean, other other highlights, I, I couldn't even uh, singing. Um, most of my singing career actually hasn't been of of my solo work. Uh, most mm. of my singing career has been as a backup vocalist for my stepmom, Amy Grant. And I've been touring with her for, well, this year it'll be 10 years. Oh, wow. Um, wow. Which is so hard to imagine. It was, um, it was right after I got married. So I got married in 2010. Mm-hmm. And the gal that had always sang, uh, had sang with her for, for years and years and years was expecting her first child. Her name is Kim Keys. She's brilliant. She's amazing. She's she's such a dear friend, and we we didn't know each other at the time. And so she in October um, was was having her first child, well her only child, and um and so they hired me to be her sub. So I was filling uh, someone else's role on the road with Amy. I thought I'd maybe <laughs> have the gig for four or five months, you know. Mm-hmm. Until mm-hmm. she was ready to come back out and work, and and they just kept they just kept calling me to come mm-hmm. back out on the road. Um, Amy really loved that wall of voices um, sound in her live show, and so we have just gone to so many great places. The 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 band that she has behind her, they're an incredible group of people and they're all dear friends of mine everyone gets along there is no drama we have so much fun on the road together and um that's been that has that opportunity has been my dream come true of those childhood visions you have Mm -hmm. of yourself on a stage Mm -hmm. oh i'm going to sing for a living like on a real show on a real (laughs) tour and and Amy gave me that opportunity, and I felt yeah. like 
mm-hmm. I felt like everybody else on stage. It wasn't like, oh, here's the artist's daughter coming <laughs> out to do a special song, and everyone's like, uh-huh. oh, isn't she cute? Yeah. <laughs> this is this was different. It, I, I was yeah. I was a professional with other professionals, and it's wow. um, it's given me uh, it, it's made me feel worthy. That's that's really awesome. Now I like to always flip the script a little bit and go the other way because okay. everybody talks about the pluses, but very seldom do people get into the struggle side and all that. And I like to always go that way. And, and I always like to tell a little story to, to dive into it. Um, back in 2014, and I think you'll agree with parts of this, but based on what you've already said, maybe you won't go totally agree with this, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> um, but Come back on. in 2014, we interviewed <laughs> Allison Steele from Two Steel Girls. And at that time, they were full-time of music. And she, I asked her what advice would she give up-and-coming artists. And um, this is kind of the direction I want to go with this here, this next little part. But um, she, she said that's going to sound funny coming from somebody who's full-time in music. She goes, but if your heart will allow you to do anything outside of music, go do that and just keep music as a hobby. She goes, when you go full-time, it's a game changer. She goes, it's, mm. even though it's your passion, it's also your job. And she goes, she says, the struggles we go through, the sacrifices, the family sacrifices, you know, if I have a bad day today, I got to get on stage tonight, whether I like it or not, because I, I booked that gig. So no matter what, I have to do it, no matter how bad, no matter what happens that day, I have to go up there and smile and be good to those people um, because yeah. they paid money to be there. And she says, but if your heart won't allow you to do anything outside of music, then go all in because that's the only way to make it to the top. Now, what do you think about what she said? And let's go there on the struggle side because I like to hear both sides of the other side of it. I think what she says is so true. Um, The amount of pressure that Mm -hmm. artists feel, I don't Mm -hmm. think people, um, well, they know, I don't even think they know to think about them in that way. Um, Yeah. Like, this is so silly that I'm uh, comparing this to a stupid headline <laughs> I saw on Facebook, but <clears throat> I, didn't even, I didn't even see the video or the post, mm-hmm. but I recall that recently Justin Timberlake had posted mm-hmm. how hard it was to be home full-time as a parent. Um, mm-hmm. And then somebody, I mm-hmm. think, had commented or ripped him apart saying, we don't want to hear you complain because you have one child and you're a millionaire. Mm. You have millions of dollars. And oh, I think wow. people, yeah, and I don't think people, they they think there's so much luxurious and glamorous things mm-hmm. that a celebrity mm-hmm. encounters yeah. that it, that it um, washes away th- their own human struggles that everyone faces. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it's hard mm-hmm. to see through all the mm, uh, that filter of celebrity and view celebrities mm-hmm. as one of us. And mm-hmm. so I think what she says is true. It, it you have to having to uh, put away put away something that's weighing you down to perform. Mm-hmm. That, that's a lot of that's a lot of pressure. And it can yeah. it drives some people 
crazy. <laughs> and, and there's a, you know, mm-hmm. you see, you're like, oh, this this musician or this celebrity out of nowhere commits suicide, and you're like scratching your head. Well, what could they possibly have to mm-hmm. to that would bother them that much? Mm-hmm. We have no because idea. Because people think money, because people think money buys everything, and that's just not true. No, it's not. I mean, money is heavy, and it brings with it a lot of weight and pressure. You know, I I remember my parents talking about just the the not the pressure, just mm-hmm. the, the responsibility they feel for all the people that they've hired. Yeah. You know, they yeah. they don't want to mm-hmm. they don't want to fire so and so to hire somebody else because that's a that's somebody's that's a whole family of people he's firing. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and the older he's getting and maybe the more tired he is, mm-hmm. maybe he doesn't want to work as much, but the 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 responsibility he feels to keep giving all these other people a job and an income. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. so you do yes. things you don't want to do because you want to take care of you want to take care of everybody else. And that can weigh on you. Yep. And, that, and and so there's um I think the advice she gives is is good for up and coming artists who if 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 you don't if you don't keep music fun, it's gonna it's yep. you're never gonna wanna return to it. And then and then it's and then if you taint it, it's just like it's one of them double-edged swords. <clears throat> yeah. you know, like, and like if you quit, you know, like I've got a great story. Or back, We actually launched New Country Buzz back in 2014, 2015. And in mm-hmm. that time, we actually got to interview Kelsey Ballerini before most people ever knew her. So we still think that's really I think cool. I she's great. Um, I think she's great. <laughs> and, <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> and, but we shut everything down in 2015 for personal reasons. And it ate me alive. Because I felt like we're supposed mm. to do this, and 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 we shut it down so much that I even let go of the domain New Country Buzz, and I always thought that was one of the best domains we could have ever had. And so, um, <clears throat> but every six months, I would kind of go to GoDaddy. Nope, nobody's bought it. Six months later, nope, no. Every now, every now and then, I guess God would put something in my heart to go look, and I guess trying to push me. But nope, I wasn't buying it yet. But nope, nobody's bought it. And by the end of 2018, mm-hmm. I remember telling Sandy, I was like, we need to finish what we started. Uh, I was like, we, we made a good lead way back in 2014. We made great contacts within Nashville and within up-and-coming country artists and stuff. We need to do something. You know, I miss it. My heart's just – I felt like some, a piece was missing since then. So Sandy's like, yeah, let's do this. Let's, and we, so we relaunched and at the end of 2018, mm-hmm. New Country Buzz. Had no idea – that we was going to do the Chris and Sandy show. So again, so, and now I'll be honest, you know, it's funny because I can't imagine not doing this show. You're our 63rd interview since January 3rd. I can't imagine That's not amazing. doing this show. <laughs> yes, we're so Thank excited. You. We love doing and, and, it. And, and what's funny is I'm so sold on all of this that when Sandy and I first married um, 17 years ago, I was one of these people that was big in the audio motivational self-help guru stuff mm-hmm. i'm talking over the edge i could listen to audio motivate and i'm not against that because i still like that but i was one of the people that could listen to that 24 
seven. I believe that if you own a business and you're not and you're in your car and you don't and you're not listening to anything that has to do with your business and you're listening to the same music, then you're not serious about your business. I was that brainwashed. Mm-hmm. So I married Sandy mm-hmm. and she's a twenty four seven music fan. <laughs> so oh, yeah. <laughs> it, needless to say it was really quick, and we only had one car, so it was like, you know, we weren't going to be split up. So we had to learn really quick. You know what? We made a deal. Let's we'll, we'll listen to fifty percent of motivational stuff of music, and I now understand the power of music. Because back then, I thought I thought I would have the stage of speaking in front of thousands of people. That that was my goal mm-hmm. one day to be a motivational mm-hmm. speaker. But now I get more joy out of this show than anything. That's wonderful. I think I think it's I think it's important to um uh to have I mean like like she had said um um if you you, you got to um enrich yourself with other things that aren't music mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. um it's it's other things that can inspire the music, yep, and exactly. um, it's um, it's kind of like, I mean, it's kind of like being a a mom. If if you don't like step away <laughs> and give yourself something mm-hmm. else to focus on, you know, you're a you're a better mom when you step away and give yourself other things to focus on. And when you come back into the yeah. house patients last longer mm-hmm. you just you're more engaged mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i think it's i think it's important to um focus on other things is, is great and then like like you just said chris like and then who knows what road you go down what door is going to open that you didn't even like imagine was going to be a part of it and and how fulfilled you feel and i think yeah. that's wonderful and congratulations on on this many thank, shows thank you and and, oh, and, and you. we would have never imagined in just the first four months of launching the show that we would have jenny gill on we'd have carlene carter on yeah anna christina cash on we'd we'd have um georgette jones on we'd have never imagined all that that's incredible i listened to a snippet of your show with georgette i love her so much oh we yes. did a show together so nice. we did, so it was like a mm-hmm. legacy a legacy uh, show mm-hmm. together and it was like yeah. when we sat and visited we were like oh, somebody <laughs> who's like thinking my thoughts like we have so much in common it was it was unreal and i i love her spirit and um i enjoyed i enjoyed the show that y'all did with her well, we definitely oh, appreciate you. it. We, we, we try to be a little different. I know that there's a lot of people we that do. they don't, you know, we want it to be a conversation. We don't want it to feel like an interview. We, we like right. to talk. Sure. Or I, or, or I like to talk, as you can tell. Um, <laughs> I like to talk, but, too. You talk a little but, more yeah, than she me. Loves it. Like well, what, what's funny <laughs> is I joked when we first launched the show, I told Sandy, with my love of talking and your love of music, we're going to kill it this thing. <laughs> well, it seems like you're doing just that. That's great. You know, and we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come All back, right. we're going to play your song, Lonely Lost Me. I love, 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 love that song. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, goody. Absolutely. Thank you. So so take a quick commercial break, and then we'll see you in a few minutes. Just stay on the Sounds great. <laughs> Hey everyone, we have partnered with another great podcast called the Sports Guys Podcast. 
You can find them over at thesportsguyspodcast.com. The Sports Guys Podcast is a sports and country music podcast hosted by Brandon, Nick, and Andy. They cover sports on a state, regional, and national level with many of the biggest names in the sports industry. The Sports Guys also host a Backstage Pass music segment where they go behind the scenes and talk with some of the biggest artists in country music, everything from Texas country, Americana, as well as Nashville artists. The Backstage Pass provides a more in-depth look at the musicians' rise in music as they talk about their career and tell stories about their music to share with their fans. Many of the same guests will be appearing on our show as well. Again, you can find them over at thesportsguyspodcast.com. It's a grand slam of sports and music. Please go over and check them out. Like a shadow who wouldn't even leave in the shade He's the uninvited guest who's the last one to stay Somehow every time I tried to run and hide it was no use Lonely lost me, baby, when I found you Every step I'd take, he was dragging along. Hand in hand, we were humming the same sad song.
just love that song. Oh, oh yes, really so great much. song. That's the one that um, Cheryl is singing on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. oh, awesome. She's so sweet so, to do that. How did that song come about? Honestly, um, let's see. I wrote that with um, Jonathan Hamby, who I currently play with in Amy's band. He's played several of my solo shows. And a, a very close friend of mine, Brianna Tyson, who is actually – producing my next round of music mm-hmm. she is mm-hmm. a very talented uh songwriter producer her vocals oh, she's one of the oh, she's one of the best singers in nashville it's just mm-hmm. she's unbelievable and we had set up this co-write mm-hmm. and we the three of us had never worked together um it's just one of those like awkward you know, co-writes where you don't really know anything about anybody and you're just like, okay, what do we, what do we want to say here? Um, but luckily Jonathan is, is uh, a brilliant musician. And so um, he came up with all these great, um, all these great chords and, and just put together just a, a really cool uh, musical foundation. And Brianna, who is as picky as I am lyrically, um, is I think why we like writing together so much because we don't like to just settle for for whatever. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know who I don't I don't know how it came up. Just somebody came up mm. with this idea of of kind of a a fun flirty love song, but we didn't want to say it. We wanted to be clever with how we said it, you know. And yeah. so, yeah. And I was I haven't always I'm not the I'm not the kid that was growing up you know, 15 years old writing songs in my bedroom. That was not yeah. me. I liked singing, but the thought of mm-hmm. writing a song really terrified me because oh, wow. ah, I think, <laughs> uh, be, uh, I don't know why the competitiveness or the perfectionism mm-hmm. that I struggle with, if it wasn't going to be amazing, Perfect. I didn't want to even try, you know, um, yeah. and it took me a long time to, to be okay with just sucking. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, but but throwing ideas out in a room with other people there that I perceive that them to be like, oh god, that's not very good. That's not ge- very good. That mm-hmm. terrifies me. But <laughs> I just forming other people's songs, and I got to a mm-hmm. point where I felt like a fraud. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, I want to say something that means something to me. And this is honestly yeah. one of the first things mm-hmm. I tried to, you know, come up with for my own shows. And and it just, we just tried to write um, something that was that was clever, and um, and that didn't suck, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but and there I love, is not a. You know, yeah, I was going to say, there's not a real backstory. In fact, when I made the music video, <laughs> I featured my my son in it. I was like, wouldn't this be great if this was actually a love story between um, a, a mother and a son? Uh-huh. So, oh, was, yeah. I love that take on it. Yeah, that's funny because when, when we seen the video, Sandy was like, I wonder if that's her son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's Wyatt, me and Wyatt. We filmed that at Dad and Amy's place. And this little... Um, garden on their property it's where my husband and I got married 
That's where my husband mm-hmm. proposed mm-hmm. to me. That's where we got married. And oh, wow. um, yeah, we shot that little video over there. He did a great job. That was like, mm-hmm. um, I can't believe how well he did actually. Because you know that huh. boy has his moments. We are we are struggling a little bit. He is. Uh, <laughs> He's so much like me is what's infuriating. It's like looking in a mirror and seeing all these um, parts of yourself that aren't Mm -hmm. always Mm -hmm. attractive. And you're like, oh, this is is crazy. He's such a – he's a snuggler. He's a – he has a lot of beautiful qualities, oh, but man, mm-hmm. he is a stubborn, stubborn kid. But <laughs> yes, oh, uh, that video yeah. features him when he's about, oh gosh, I don't know how old he is in there, two, three, maybe two? Mm-hmm. Anyway. <clears throat> and, and, and you know, we're, we like to do things with kids too, which um, we always like to bring our little eight-year-old on to ask one question. He, he always enjoys yeah. that part of it. Oh, but how he wonderful. We, and when Caitlin gets old, a little older, we'll include her into the show because we're a family-run company. So we are. He loves to I be a love part of that. this. Here's Chris. Is he on? He's about to be. Can you want their favorite foods? Oh, what a fantastic question! Um, my favorite food. Oh, do I have to pick one? Oh man, you <laughs> can pick any. <laughs> What'd he say? What'd you say, Betty? He said you could pick any. You know what I love? I love fried chicken. That might be my favorite food. Because I think I could eat it for every meal if I was forced to. You know what I mean? (laughs) What's your favorite food? Um, Pizza. Oh, what kind of toppings do you like on your pizza? Uh, Pepperoni. That sounds so yummy. I might have pizza tonight. I think that's that's a great favorite food to have. Thank you okay, for your bye. question. Okay, bye. <laughs> he, he comes and goes quick. <laughs> We're training yeah, he him. Goes, he goes I that. <laughs> How sweet. What's his name? Christopher. Christopher. So he's a well, Chris Jr. I yes. love that. That's so cool that you guys involve him. That's he, he absolutely loves it. Uh, he he would and, be upset if we didn't include him. <laughs> he loves that question. And see, even before all this virus stuff, we still involved him because we homeschool him. So yes. he's here anyway. So we oh we're wow. Like, you know, so we're like, you know what? Let's let's just um, involve him into the show, and he loved that. Yes, that's wonderful. Hey, it's a part of. I mean, exposing him to the world, I think that's a, a wonderful um, class to have in your house. How yeah, to speak that's... to strangers politely. <laughs> <laughs> so, as um, you know, a lot, a lot of people, um, when they see the artist, whether it's you, whether it's Binsky or whoever, they see the artist. They don't see what really makes the artist, the people behind them. Um, so I always like to have each artist come on and talk about their team a little bit. So tell us a little bit about the team that helps you be who you are. Um, okay. Well, let's see. There's, there's me. 
Um, and then there's like that um, critical part of me that's like, <laughs> no, this is terrible. You shouldn't do this. And then there's that other part of me that's like, yes, you can. Um, <laughs> I, um, you know, my team is my, uh, they're my friends and family. Um, my husband, who <laughs> he works with artists and songwriters every day. He has mm-hmm. a special gift. He can speak to songwriters and artists in a way that won't like um, make them want to commit suicide. He's very, he's very <laughs> gentle. Um, mm-hmm. He can, he can give someone constructive criticism yet mm-hmm. encourage them at the same time, which, you know, artists are typically can be very, 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 very sensitive and um, um, I also have a wolf pack, and um, those are – I'm sorry I have paused. As I spoke about my husband in such a positive way, he just came into my room and, get, and put a plate – he put a plate of food, a plate of hot food on my nightstand oh, and then just left. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Well, just, I don't deserve it. Um, I um, I have a, I have a wolf pack. Those are my five best girlfriends in the whole wide world. They keep me laughing. They keep me huh. m- me. You know, um, mm-hmm. they are my. They're just they're my family that I that I chose. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my parents are such a big support. Um, uh, it's you know I don't have a. Um, you know, I don't have a business team of, of any kind. I, I never really yeah. have. If I if I need if there was mm-hmm. help that I needed, um, I would reach out to you know people that Dad and Amy work with. Like, hey, how do I? Yeah. How would I go about <laughs> doing something like this? You know, you know, there's a a, um, a lot of years I spent in the music business, not yeah. uh, not performing. I, I, Learned a lot about the industry from um, working as a song plugger. This has been a while ago, mm-hmm. uh, oh, over wow. 10 years ago. Um, I mean, and when you say team, like, automatically I think about, you know, I would think most artists would be like, oh, my manager, oh, my, you know. <laughs> I don't have, I don't have, um, I don't have a team like that. Uh, this EP that I released, mm-hmm. um, I did it all, um, you know, my dad, he's a big part of that team. He produced this, that project. See, you do um, still got a team. You just don't realize it. I do. It's, and it's, it, it, it's, might, it's it might not be a team per se, as in um, that this is what they do. But you know, just even your friends, the people that support you, they're part of your. You know, uh, they're really that's really part of the team. And that's really what I, where I want to go with this is, is the people that stepped up and and helped you go to new new levels. Well, my, I mean, my. My parents, first of all, if I ask them mm-hmm. anything, I ask them. They're just like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, my mom, my mom is a, <laughs> she's a cheerleader. My mom is a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. She encourages me. She listens. She doesn't try to fix anything. She just listens to what I have, problems. Mm-hmm. She lets mm-hmm. me vent, 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 and just says, you can do it. I think what, just, you can do it. Whatever you want to do, you can do it. My dad, he, if he doesn't. He doesn't want to do anything for me, but if I ask for his help, he will help mm-hmm. me. If um, so I'm like, hey, I want to try to, to, you know, he supported me this this whole time. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't have to let me come up on stage with him and sing. Yeah. I don't think he would. 
I don't think he would let me get up there and be terrible. I think if I was terrible, he would have, like, guided <laughs> hope anybody, right? <laughs> but he's always encouraged it. But neither of them, like, forced it upon me. I wish yeah. maybe, like, some piano lessons maybe would have happened in my childhood. Like, that would come, <laughs> that would be, like, coming in handy right about handy now. Handy right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, my immediate family and and my girlfriends and 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 my close friends that you know I talk to and I text with and um, let me be uh, the the people that don't care at all mm-hmm. about the status of my family. Those are the people that I cling to because I know yeah. that they um, yeah. that they care about who I am and that they don't. Exactly. And it took me a long time to right. sort through who those people were. Um, mm-hmm. But now I, I, I can, I can better, I can, uh, I have a better idea of who uh, wants to be in my network for mm-hmm. me, because of me versus other yeah. reasons. So I, th- that's, that's who I, that's who I rely on the most. I mean, I have a, my friend who I mentioned earlier who's writing this web series. <laughs> okay, uh-huh. she'll send him a picture. Like, is this funny enough for Instagram? And he's like, oh, my God, yeah. You know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, those are, those are my people, my family, my wolf pack. <laughs> so mm-hmm. if you could co-write with anyone dead or alive, who would it be? And oh. what would you want? what would you want to write about? No, no. Oh. Man, and, and let me let me add this outside of your dad. We'll we'll make that one easy for you, easier for. You. Oh, I don't ever want to fight with him. There is no oh, okay. possible way. <laughs> okay, okay. We could ever <laughs> okay. even like get through. We wouldn't even be able to get through a verse together. We'd just be crying the whole time. There's no way we'll ever. No, there's no way. I've written with my sister before. I really enjoyed that. Um. <laughs> You know who I really admire, and I know, and I could get in a room with her. Uh, we've talked about it, um, you know, several times, but, you know, life mm-hmm. is just so busy for everyone. I'd really love to get in a room with Natalie Hemby. Um, well. and she's just, I love a lot of what of what she does. Um, and I, you, like, that's such a big, that's too big of a question, dead or alive. <laughs> a lot of people, like, say, yeah, that's you know, a lot of people. like, I mean, yeah, that's, too many, choices, that's way too many people. <laughs> you know, a lot um, of people do say that, but I continue to ask that because they still say, well, first person that really pops in my head is this. And that's what, you know, so <laughs> people yeah. still answer it. They, you know, they're like, well, there's so many. Uh, I would, In fact, we've had several. So, you know what? I, they named like five or six off. <laughs> right. Man, <laughs> I, the only people I know, I would know, like, I can't just I can't just get into a room with a stranger. Like I've I'm yeah. already like yeah. I can and I've done it before, but a lot of uh-huh. times it does not turn out anything worthwhile. I'm just too scared to open up. So there's mm-hmm. people I'd mm-hmm. love to get in a room with whose music I already admire and who I kind of already know. So that yeah. includes somebody like somebody like Luke Laird and Natalie Hemby, like that crew of songwriters, they're just like <laughs> man, they're just churning out Shane McAnally, because he's just and he's oh, hilarious. Yeah. I think I'm hilarious. Mm-hmm. I think we'd be a magical team, but he doesn't know who I am, and that's totally fine. Um, uh, Charlie Worsham, who I mentioned earlier, I'm a big fan, and we're mm-hmm. buddies. I mean, we have worked together before, but his songwriting, 
Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I wonder if it's too smart. Like I don't mm-hmm. know why it doesn't. It hasn't exploded. It's. I just. God, he's so. He's so good. I love what mm-hmm. he does so much. I'd love to to sit down and be creative with him at some point. Um, I'm just. Uh, you know, my confidence gets in my own way, and I just I get too scared to ask. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? But, I mean, since we've been doing the show, I'll be honest. You know, when I first started, I would have never pitched a lot of people. But because we're at 60-something shows now, I'll be honest. I've even pitched people like Blake Shelton. Because you know what? I, I've got this philosophy that's threefold. The reason I would pitch a big artist is one is one day somebody's going to actually say, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I know that day might not happen soon, but who knows, you know, one day somebody might, because if you don't ask, the answer is always no. Number two, I want at least their team to know who I am so, they'll be, so they can watch what we're doing. And number three, which to me is one of the most important parts, is number three, if um, I want their team to say, oh, well, we can't get you this person, but we've got some rising ones over here. That's my lead yep. and, and and that's yeah. how we got that's how we got Tenille Arts coming on tomorrow. Um, yeah, because we pitched great. we pitched um Rodney Atkins person and he responded back says, Well, Tenille Ta- I mean Tenille Arts. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh yeah, well yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's wonderful. <clears throat> and then we got one today that we I I forget who it was that we pitched. But the team came back with, you know, I will put a request in for that person, but we have five right now that could do it. Oh, so, you know, again, we just possibly gained five new people. And, and as we grow and they trust us with the smaller artists, then maybe the day mm-hmm. will come when they say, you know what, we'll, we'll, we'll take a chance and do the big artists with you. Because our goal is That's with wonderful. the show is – is we, 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 we always want to be the focus for the rising artists. We never want to lose that focus. But I would like to have maybe three to four a week rising artists and maybe one or two of big artists so that we can keep a balance there and all that. Because I think that if rising artists sees big artists coming on your show too, it, gives, it, it, it empowers them to feel like, you know what, I'm worthy to be on that. Sh- I'm coming on that show, and, hey, Blake Shelton's on it. You know, something like that. So it actually yeah. gives them more confidence when they come on, knowing that people bigger than them has been on. Yeah. I um, <clears throat> I think that's a great plan. I think you should, um, you know, uh, keep doing what you're doing because it's obviously working. I saw that list of, of folks you had sent me, and I thought, oh, yeah, this, is, this looks legit. I'm going to go for it. And how wonderful <laughs> would it be to hear how those people – um, you know, how their careers launched. I mean, because at one time yeah. they were rising artists, you know. Yep, exactly. And, mm-hmm. Yes. And they've got a lot of great lessons, I'm sure, that they could they could pass on to to us. Yeah, because yeah. that would be the purpose. Because that would be the purpose of if we brought a Blake or a Miranda or any of the top art, Luke Combs, any, any of them. You know, that would be the purpose of that type of show would be to I would I would change my questions around because it would be more of how they got there. I want to know story, the different stories of how how you got there so that uh, uh, artists who are trying to follow in your footsteps. Have, I mean, uh, sure. granted, in the music in the music world, there's no such thing as cookie cutter. I mean, it just don't work. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but at least, well, everybody, at least they can everybody's see. journey 
Yeah, everybody's mm-hmm. journey looks so different too. I mean, a lot of it is timing. Yeah. A lot of it is timing, and yeah. um, and what I've come to learn is, and this isn't a bad thing, what I'm about to say, yeah. but what I've okay. learned is that you don't have to be the best singer or mm-hmm. player mm-hmm. to make it. It's it's how hard are you willing to work, and yep. that's what really yeah. sets those people apart from everybody else that um, that wants to be famous, you know? Well, we're trying to outwork mm-hmm. it again. I don't know any – there's our little partners that we have with the other podcasts. I, I think he's done as many as we have. But for the most part, outside of us, I don't know anybody that's done 63 interviews in the first 100 days of the year. You guys are rocking <laughs> so, it. Yeah, so, and I'm so honored to be one of those, and I appreciate you guys reaching out to me. Well, we're glad we did because this oh, has really yeah. been great. We so oh, appreciate good. you coming on our show. <laughs> and and, and see, we like people that we like people that like to talk. You know, that's willing to be mm-hmm. vulnerable with with what they say because you have been that. You know, um, but we we want we, and again, I don't want to be a show where I ask a question and you give me a one line answer. Then I ask a question, and you give me a one-line answer. I don't want to be that show. If 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 that's the artist's perspective, then they don't need to come on my show, because our show is about conversation, about dialogue. I want to tell stories along with you telling stories. <laughs> yeah, you know, I want it yeah. to be like I a th- conversation. And that's that's exactly what this has felt like. I think it's a really cool um, idea for a format. You know, it's stands out and it's different and and you guys are obviously passionate about it and, Most and definitely. I think it's wonderful. Well, we definitely appreciate that. So I'm about to ask a question and, and I'll explain Ooh. afterwards why I'm asking it in this way. But if you have oh. if you had a magic wand right now and you and what mm. you're about to say would come true, where do you want to be in five years? And the reason I'm asking that is this past February made the five-year anniversary of us asking that same question to Kelsey Ballerini. Still cool. And, oh, wow. and what she told us, what she told us in that conversation was exactly what she's living right now. I mean, almost, you couldn't, I mean, we're looking at her, her life and her story, and we're like, she is living what she told us. So I like to ask you that way and tell that story, because I want people mm-hmm. to realize that, and, and don't use your age because you know what? It doesn't matter what. There, there are people that, that are uh, older than yeah, you that are I'm successful. <laughs> well, I'm saying because of what you, cause what you said earlier. Because remember you said earlier, well, you'll never be so-and-so. You know what? Let's say you can be. Let's say that all of a sudden you have that one song that takes off, and then from there it just goes. Where would you oh, want to be in Lord. five years if you could? You're going to roll your eyes at my answer. I know you are. I know you're going to be like, please, whatever. And it's because I'm so old and mature. I mean, my back hurts. My joints are aching. That's how old I am. All right? So everyone knows that first before I give my answer. Um, in five, If I could wave a magic wand and in five years, I'm rolling my eyes at myself when I'm about to say this. Uh, Honestly, I want to be happy and I want to be content. I don't care what I'm doing. I just want to feel good. I have spent my entire life 
worried about making it, being yeah. famous. Mm-hmm. I'm like chasing this unattainable thing, and it has nothing to do with my passion. Yeah. And I have I have mm-hmm. several of them, you know. Um, now, if I could, if I honestly, if if it's if it's music that explodes for me, if it's some some hit song, right, that explodes uh-huh. and I'm mm-hmm. able to go down this road of writing with those folks I mentioned earlier and, and, and I get to experience that, awesome. If it means I keep touring with Amy, great. Mm-hmm. If it means that I have, I have accidentally stumbled into, you know, a <laughs> video and TV production world because yeah. something – Something opened up there. Great. I, 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 there's no longer this particular thing that mm. I, I, I'm focused on. I'm, I'm focused on my family, and I'm focused on feeling good about myself. Because if That's I don't good. feel good about myself, mm-hmm. I can't Nothing do matters. anything. Nothing matters. Yes. And then everybody around me suffers. You know. So I just, I just, I just want. In five years, I want to be content with where I'm at in life, and I want to mm-hmm. feel good about myself. That's what I want. And, That's all I care about. And when I and when I ask that I question, love that you know, answer. again, there's never a wrong answer. So there's no way I would roll my eyes at you. You're awesome. You know. <laughs> yes, that would never happen. And I love that answer. But it's such a mom thing to say. But you know, that's a really good answer, though. You know. Because we get so many different answers, and and, and and again, you've been around music all your life. So, of course, you're in a different position than a lot of the people that come on our show. The ground, they're, you know, they're maybe five years in, and they're, they're, they got this vision. So, of course, your answer is going to be different than what theirs would be. I am. I, I've, I've been completely and totally exposed to the whole world. There's no mystery. There's no mystery in it at all. <laughs> I know what fame looks like. I know what touring is. I know the stage show. I know the people. I know the fans. I know I know how hard it is. I know missing your mm-hmm. family. I know all of it. I know the great like the, all those accomplishments, the 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 awards and the and the playing and um collaborating with all these different artists. I've seen it all. I've, I've you know, I didn't live it, but I did from yeah. the from the wings. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I've yeah. seen it, and yeah. I. So there's, uh, there, yeah, I think the appeal of it looks a lot different to to somebody like me, and I yeah. don't think that's bad, but it definitely exactly. changes the approach. So mm-hmm. I just, oh. you know, as long as I feel good, and um, then, then I'm in, the, then I'm in a great spot, you know. Yeah. So. If you had a friend, and let's say they've played five, ten, twenty shows—not me. Now, granted, this is pre—this would be pre-virus um, <laughs> uh, um, advice here. But if you, let's say oh. you had a friend, and um, they've played maybe five, ten, twenty shows, and they—they they feel like you know what? I got on stage, and every artist almost says there's that moment where you get on that stage and you get that bug, and it's like you just know. And they said they come to you and they say, you know what, do this with my life at least for the, you know, for the years to come. Right now, what advice would you give that person that would help guide them the next two, three, four years? Uh, uh, to keep going. I mean, like, just to 
I mean, I, to believe in yourself, you know what I mean? Because there's mm-hmm. going to be um, so many people that tell you no. You know, my dad had like, they, he had a record deal and they released mm-hmm. like five singles that, that all, I think it was five, but that, something like that. Mm-hmm. And they all failed. And then oh, wow. he got dropped. Wow. And, got, and then he got picked up by another label or something. And then they did like the mm-hmm. same thing. And finally, mm. the last one. Wow. They said, you know what, buddy? If this one doesn't hit, it's you know, pro- we gave it a good, we gave it a go. You know, that was when I call your name. Wow. I mean, it's just, you just never know. And if you, yeah, if that's where you feel right, mm-hmm. in those moments where no one's telling you how to be, how to write, what to look like, you know, I know that feeling, oh, just performing a song and that, and the the buzz of your voice hitting the note perfectly and you're in the pocket <laughs> with, with, with who's playing with you. I mean, it's, it's magical. Oh, and, and um, I would, I would assume like golfers experience the same feeling when they hit like, That's true the perfect mm-hmm. shot and that's and then you're always chasing that perfect shot the same thing for musicians you play that mm-hmm. one great show and everyone's in the pocket and you're like oh oh man this is it and then you always chase it i don't <laughs> think there's anything wrong with mm-hmm. that what you have to be yeah. okay with or what you have to not pay you, what how you define success is everything yeah how you define yeah. success mm-hmm. you know if you're if you're okay with playing bars and small venues and it's just about playing music, then you're in the right spot. You know, if, it, yep. if it's all about, mm-hmm. if it's exactly. about all the other stuff, it, I don't know. You can't chase this. You can't chase whatever the, the glitz and the glamor and the, cause it's not, you have to love the music so much. And if you, and just, you, you can keep going and you can always play music. It can be on any stage, and the size of the stage shouldn't really matter, you know? Yeah. That's right. True. So if you, um, of all of the songs you've done so far, what what song is your favorite of yours and why? Oh, that's easy. It's a, it's a song called uh, Mama Needs a Lullaby, and I played it um, recently on the Opry, and it's a song about, um, a, a mom who is experiencing uh, all the struggles that come with, you know, with being a mom. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's um, she's kind of stuck in the middle of what her life used to look like and what it looks like now, holding this wow. little baby, and mm-hmm. um, and her and her sadness. And. Wow. Um, it's. I just. I had this. I had this title in my head. But uh-huh. you know, we're always singing lullabies to the babies, but the moms need them too. Yeah. They need to be comforted. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. They need to be held. Um, yes. And so uh, that's my fa- that's my favorite. I don't have it recorded. I, I hope to do it uh, very soon. Um, but um, yeah, it's it's terrible to uh, talk about a song that is my favorite that isn't even available. Um, but it's, um, you know, the words are, um, I won't 
sing it, but the words say, uh, blue little bedroom, white rocking chair, there in the corner alone. Uh, oh, oh, gosh, I'm not, the only way I'm going to remember it is if I sing it. Okay, blue little bedroom, white rocking chair, there in the corner, uh, wearing away at the stains on the hardwood. She's never felt time move so slow. Holding a miracle barely awake, wonders if she's made a mistake. And um, wow. then the chorus, wow. and then the chorus sings. Um, she sings "Rockabye Baby." She knows every word to the one about diamonds and mockingbirds. But once in a while, she'll cry through the song just like you. Sometimes, Mama needs a lullaby too. And yeah. oh, wow. it's the oh, realest, wow. most raw, most authentic words I've ever. Uh, I've ever put down it was scary to be that honest but I'm so glad I was because the response every time I play it live people cry yeah. and they tell me afterwards, oh my god I love my song I love my song um, that's how it <laughs> for a while will be, will be my favorite but it just goes that. to show when you're honest mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what speaks to people the most and that's what really touches yeah. them is yeah um, <clears throat> And, and you know I'm glad That's you're saying that, Be, because um, when we first started this show, I I reached out to a friend of mine from Nashville, and I asked him because I know he's done shows like this back, I think in the early 2000s or something, back when podcasts really first started, and I asked him mm-hmm. what advice would you give us as we begin this show, and our, his exact he said I'm I, I'll. I, I'll only give you one piece of advice. And, I, and of course, I'm thinking to myself, well, why one piece? <laughs> he says, if you nail this, <laughs> you'll be fine. <laughs> he says, what do you say? He said, just be authentic. He said, the, and he said, the because he, he knows we look up to like a Bobby Bones and Ty Bentley and him. He says, let's pretend mm. that you can Im- imitate Bobby Bones or Ty Bentley. And you do a really good job at it. And, and you, not only do you do a really good job at it, you create a fan base that, of listeners. So let's say that all of a sudden you're growing. You've got this audience. And he says the day is going to come when authentic Chris comes out. <clears throat> he, says, he says nobody can hide that. That's coming, Whether, no matter how many masks you wear. He says when that day comes, you will lose every one of your audience members because they were attracted to fake Chris, not authentic Chris. Mm. They said if you if you stay authentic from the beginning, the right audience will come. And here's what's funny about that: I, we we um, interviewed, um, I think it was Jeff Coffey, and um, it, after the interview, he shared the post and all that. And I went and looked, and you know. You know, they always say don't look at what people comment on, and I did. And and one of the comments was, oh, I loved the interview, but the host is really windy. So I, I had to ask <laughs> Sandy. Windy? I had to windy. ask Sandy, what, what does that mean, windy? Well, he, windy? he really, the host is really win, windy, W-I-N-D-Y. Like you have <laughs> gas or something? Well, well, basically what Sandy said was it means I talk too much. Oh. Yeah, I guess like long-winded and, 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 and when Sandy said that, I said, oh, okay, I'm okay with that because that's who I am. I can't that, – that's yeah, part of me that when we first launched this show and he told me to be authentic, I'm like, you know what? That's authentic me. 
And so I'm okay with that. Yeah, you have to be okay with not pleasing everybody, you know. That's what's so mm-hmm. hard about putting yourself out there with anything that we do, anything in the inter- mm-hmm. entertainers, interviewers. Yep. I mean, you're putting your, a lot of yourself out there. And y- mm-hmm. if you can just be okay with not pleasing everybody, then 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 you're home free. So I think that's <laughs> and, windy. And, 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 you know, that I just, we, we – <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I feel like I fit in with the country music crowd the most because, because again, and when I say country music crowd, I'm talking about the country music artists and stuff. Because all my life, I've been like an outcast. You know, you know, I've, you know, even in the Christian world, we, oh, we go to church a lot, mm-hmm. and and even in the Christian world, I still feel like an outcast, and and all all my life, and it's like um nothing. It's like no no groups of people ever seem to accept me. Until this music thing, I'm like, and I told Sandy, it's like I finally feel like I fit in somewhere, and that, and like at Nashville, the community there has been like really great with with mm-hmm. the people that we've met. In fact, I remember I posted on Facebook about a month ago or two, and I asked somebody, and I was looking for Savannah, not Nash, not necessarily Nashville. I was like, I, I I posted on Facebook asking if you um anybody has a extra podcast type mic. I'd love to get it from you. Well, my friend that gave me that advice uh, um, private messaged me. He says, "What's your address? I've got one. I'll I'll mail it to you." How oh, great! And I was I was like so thrilled on that because like, that it's like so cool. it's like nobody in Savannah seems. I mean, I've got a few people, but for the most part, people in Savannah, oh, you're doing what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people in Nashville love what we're doing. And that's one of the reasons, like, you know what, we're supposed to be in, we know we're supposed to be in Nashville. So that's coming. Are you guys going to move here? Oh, yeah. Yes. We're move here. Yes, we're planning on it, hopefully by next year. <laughs> oh, man, you guys will love it here. It's so nice. It's so nice. I mean, I'm not supposed to encourage any more people to move to Nashville, actually. Because <laughs> um, us Nashvilleians have kind of, like, been like, hey, let's, like, like keep this at bay a little bit like it's just oh man there's so much new um so just growing really quickly and it's great Mm -hmm. Uh, but I think we can give you guys a pass since you're um so involved in the community already and you love um you love music so much and you know that's that's the thing is, is is community the community that's here we all help each other so I'm not surprised mm-hmm. that it was someone from Nashville who was like, "Hey, <laughs> let, let me let me help you." Um, you know, we <laughs> oh, welcome we everybody. That. So yeah, yeah we've we've mm-hmm. definitely seen that. And you know, we could go all night long. I could t- you know, I could probably talk to you forever. But we're down to our last <laughs> question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so so, is there a question out there that you kind of wish hosts like us? would ask, but they never do. Huh. I thought you were going to say, is there a question you wish people would stop asking you? Because um, <laughs> I have an immediate answer. answer. <laughs> I have an immediate answer to that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, that is funny. Oh, man. Um, a, a question. I mean, honestly, um, when when people ask about, typically a, a, a lot of these 
interviews or, you know, <laughs> press things that I get to do, a lot of them I, I, I talk about my family a lot. A lot of people are mm-hmm. really curious about my family. And so yeah. when people ask yeah. about um, what my advice is to somebody else, like, I mean, the fact that you're interested in what um, – what interests me or what I believe in rather than what's it like to be so closely connected to these other people, you know, mm-hmm. that's, mm-hmm. that's pretty awesome for me. <laughs> um, but no, I don't know. I don't have a, there's not a burning thing. I have to, I have <laughs> to share with the world because I already do that on my Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, I just let it, I just let it all out. I never. I'm, um, I'm probably too honest on there. Nah. So I just I appreciate wow, that you. That. Um, yeah, that you're. What my advice would be to somebody that that's, that means a lot. <clears throat> and you know, a lot of our questions we've actually formed because of the. Um, oh, and you know what? There's one question that I did miss that I always hit. And this was one of the questions that one of the artists actually said they wish people would say, just to keep it fun. And I, and usually I ask this at the very beginning, but you know what? This would be a great question to end with. What's something quirky about you? Mm, something quirky about me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um I don't know how revealing I want to be right now because there's like weird, I got quirky things and they're like kind of uh-huh. gross. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, like I'm a, like right I'm, okay. Like I'm a, like I'm a picker. Like I chew on mm-hmm. the sides of my fingernails a little bit. I'm a picker. Like as a kid, I was a mm-hmm. scab picker. And oh, wow. I do that too. Free, like, mm-hmm. oh God. And <laughs> um, <laughs> what I sing, um, I sing um, uh, things that shouldn't be sung. Like if I'm, if my child um, is trying to have an argument with me, like, mom, mm-hmm. can I have a piece of candy? No, you may not have candy. Like I'll do that part. Um, and it makes him really mad and I kind of enjoy it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. That. That, that's good. I actually like that. That that's pretty cool. You know, that is. we really love this. So self promotion time. Tell everybody how they can reach you. Instagram. Uh, <laughs> you can find me at Real Jenny Gill on Instagram. I also have a Facebook page, Jenny Gill Music. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, that's that's the best way to find me. I have a website where you can um, kind of look at my music. Um, but I rarely post on there. It's just a way to grab a CD. If anyone's still buying CDs, which I'm pretty certain they're not, which is all right. I have one on my nightstand right now. It's at, it, so uh, like a coaster. It's acting as a coaster. Um, but really, um, you can you can find me every day on Instagram, Real Jenny Gill. That's the best way to to get a true behind the scenes, authentic view of my life. And, um, awesome. It it's um it's an addiction. My husband and I may have had a fight about it not too long ago, but you know what? 
what else are we going to do right now? Seriously. Yeah, yeah not a lot to do. So absolutely. Um, you know, and I just your your like our your I think you just passed our longest interview. Oh yeah. no. <laughs> a new record. Because <laughs> we're, we're at one hour and 29 minutes. The other one was one hour and 28 oh, yeah. minutes, I think. See, so, this is, awesome my, this is me set. taking care. <laughs> well, I appreciate you guys giving me so much time. It's giving me time away from my kids, which in turn is going to make me a better, better. mom, and my family will be <laughs> right. happier. So you guys, uh, thank you guys. And we'll have to look you up when we come up to Nashville. Yes. Oh, please do. Please do. Um, when Hopefully when all this is behind us and we can go when out this crazy this is yes. have coffee with each other again, um, yes. I, I would love to see you all face-to-face and, and um, give you some hugs and, and, a, and another proper thank you for having me on your show today. That oh, sounds awesome. great. And we, and we would love that. And you know what? We really enjoyed this. And we don't want to take up more of your time. You've given us a piece of your heart tonight or today, and we appreciate that. Yes. Thank you so much. Well, you guys as well. Uh, it's a pleasure to meet you, and um, I look forward to hearing uh, more episodes from you guys. All right. Thanks. All Sounds right, good. Thanks. Talk to you real soon. Thank you. Bye. 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 Hey, everyone. Hope you really enjoyed the show today. We love her. She's awesome. What go a fun support show. her. Go to her Instagram and all that. Right now, you know, nobody has enough to do anymore. Um, it it kind of helps you support rising artists and all that, you know, because their shows usually does that. Well, they don't have shows right now. So go buy their merchandise. Go buy their stuff. Go look up Jenny Gill, and I think you'll like her. But anyway, as always, we will see you tomorrow. <laughs>